GBC Podcasts, local voices on demand. Hello, thanks for listening to the Gibraltar Today podcast. Jonathan Scott here. We're a new show, we're a news show, and we're live every day between 1 and 2 on Radio Gibraltar and on GBC Television. In today's podcast, we speak to the Gibraltar football team ahead of their trip up to Portugal for their big match against Greece next week. We celebrate St. Patrick's Day with Irish band Thrifty Malone. And TV producer Stephen Cumming talks to us about the West Side Reclamation as he documented it in 1989. That important moment in our history relived through GBC Rewind. First, though, our news editor Christine Vasquez joins us to talk about a few of the big stories developing this week, starting in Parliament. There was a bill yesterday and it was quite interesting in that... um it had two interesting aims, two interesting arms. First of all, it transfers responsibility for legislating for legislating to the Gibraltar Parliament, uh, repatriation of orders in council, and reflects Gibraltar's constitutional development. I also thought it was interesting that it reflected the reality of the extent of Admir- Admiralty waters and how this has changed over the last 50 years. Um, it redefines the extent of... Admiralty waters, and these will just be around the naval base. I think you've got a clip on this. We decide on behalf of the people that we represent, the people of Gibraltar, what is done within our waters uh, by the Admiralty, and it's not done as before without reference to this house. And and, uh, that is an important issue for us to put on the record, which I share with the Chief Minister. That's the leader of the opposition, Keith Azubadi, speaking in Parliament yesterday. Okay, so uh, as always, a Parliament goes on for hours, Christine. We're just trying to bring a flavour of uh, some of the more important things that uh, that have been discussed. Uh, the tax treaty was also mentioned. Uh, the fact That's that right. uh, we haven't yet been delisted, despite that tax treaty. What's the latest? So we're we're not very sure when the the two year uh, framework actually starts, but uh, actually ends. But we we are coming up to it. It's sometime in March, uh, because we're not very sure when it actually started, when it was announced, when it when Spain passed it. So it's coming up. The chief minister has said that he's com- confirmed via diplomatic channels that the process to delist us has begun now. Here is where the, the crunch is, has begun. So how long can, can this take? Can Spain take forever to actually delist us? Right. And so the, what was said in Parliament is it needs to be achieved in a reasonable period of time. And if not, Fabian Bigado said it would be more in sorrow than in anger that he would have to withdraw. On Radio Gibraltar and on GBC Television, Gibraltar Today with Jonathan Scott. Sport now, and um, and and hopefully, hopefully we get a great result next week. It's um, it's a big game, and uh, I know that the lads are up for it. But let's just um, place ourselves in the stadium, shall we? And it is one nil to Gibraltar. A brilliant header in the final match here in the Victoria Stadium. That was a special moment uh, against Andorra. Um, our sports reporter, Jose, is here. And we've also got uh, two very special guests, uh, courtesy of the GFA, the uh, Football Association, um, have helped us to, to bring into the studio Kian Ronan and Jalen Hankins. Uh, thanks a lot for joining us, gents. Guys, if, if, if we think about the Greece match, I mean, it, it's obvious that you guys are approaching your football with a lot of, like fun and, and you're really enjoying it no is that enough or, or or when you look at greece you think we we have to 
do something. I mean, and and if and if there is a goal, what is it? You know, what I mean, is it not to concede too many? Yeah. Is it to uh, just put in a good performance regardless of the result? Or um, no, go on, Jalen. I say it's fun in terms of uh, when we're working together. But uh, once the training sessions start, and once we're we're in the drills, the the fun normally is pushed to one side. Then the team starts working on, which is the most important stuff: the the tactics, the the blockers, which is what Julio calls it. And so yeah, I'd say the fun is pushed more to a side once the the training uh, starts. I know Julio's Julio's quite set on his uh, on his like, training regime. Has anything changed for maybe the last year for Nations League, or is for you, Ken, that you've been there? Seems like forever. Is it just the same every time you go into camp? Um, yeah, I'm going into my third year now since my first call up, and near near enough, everything stays the same. So same input, um, hopefully get the same result. Which obviously the, the couple Nations League groups we've had, we've had very good results. Obviously getting the promotion and stuff. But yeah, going back to the question about the um, expectations and whatnot, like we're playing against Greece and Holland. Have you seen the squads have just been announced in the past hour or so? Yeah, you got. Amazing players, players yeah. top five league players from around Europe. So obviously, we're realistic. But as Julio says, there's always, always a chance. Nothing's ever guaranteed in a football match. Gibraltar today with Jonathan Scott. Now, before 1989, Gibraltar's harbour looked very different to what it does today. The reclamation project that transformed our geographic outline and impacted profoundly on our housing situation and improved the problems that we had. Uh, it was studied in a documentary broadcast by GBC just a few years ago. Gibraltar has a long history of land reclamation. Ever since the growth of the population exceeded a few thousand families, buildings started to rise up the western slopes of the rock. But they could only go so far. It was much more logical to expand seawards and build on flat land reclaimed from the sea. The voice of Richard Cartwright, who presented the story on new land taken from the seabed at the Eastside Project. Uh, that involved not only the expertise of, expertise of the Dutch engineering company Volker Steven, the relocation of MOD properties and services, but also a raft of local companies under the direction of the then minister Michael Feetham. Plus, of course, the occasional encounter with unexploded ordnance that ended up with a big bang. So much to cover in just one documentary. How on earth did you manage that, Stephen Cummings? Quite frankly, I don't know. Uh, but, you know, whenever you look back at one of these things, that, that and it's quite a while ago and, and resources were very limited, you could always have done better, of course, you know, and you, you feel that uh, it would have been a bit more creative. But the the object of the exercise was to put on record an extraordinary event, not only at the level of civil engineering, but also uh, social impact that it had on Gibraltar and, and in fact, the physical impact that it had. You know, we had a lot of sand moving around, especially around Varalbega State. And uh, I remember, you know, they, they whenever the, the westerly blew very hard, uh, the estate was covered with fine sand. Claro. <laughs> I mean, it's one of those. And it's like we asked the chief minister yesterday, uh, quite a few of our listeners said, so much development always, mm-hmm. it's really sort of um, having a negative impact on our quality of life. But but you, it, it's sort of the cost of building new homes. And, yes. and a lot of new homes were, were built, built in yes, that west side the, area. Yeah, the west side area. And also there was, uh, remember that Europort wasn't there either. The Europort building where the St. Bernard's uh, Hospital now, st- now is now housed. So it, it, the, the, the amount, the volume 
I suppose, as, as Richard says in the introduction, and as we know now, reclamation continues. Reclamation is part of Gibraltar's story. But that particular one was so um, enormous uh, in relation to what had happened previously, and the impact was so in- incredible, that it's worth, it's worth uh, remembering. And to see the, the technicalities involved, Volker Steven were an extraordinary, well, are an extraordinary company who, who knew what they were doing, definitely, uh, and they did it to in a way which was uh, surprising and shocking in some respects at the speed at which the whole thing uh, happened. On Radio Gibraltar and on GBC Television, Gibraltar Today with Jonathan Scott. Beautiful. Thrifty Malone on Radio Gibraltar and on GBC Television. Thank you for tuning in. Gibraltar today um, welcomes the band into the studio. An absolute pleasure to have you here, gents. Um, uh, where do we start? I mean, it's St. Patrick's Day. What does the day mean to you as uh, as, as a band? Well, it's uh, it's the, the, the day of all days, especially when you're an Irish band uh, like ourselves. Mm. Um, it's a day that we we spend a lot of time rehearsing for, because obviously we pull um, a lot of Irish, Irish uh, songs, Irish ch- tunes yeah. out. Um, I suppose yeah. it's a bit like uh, Christmas, isn't it? Yeah, that's a good way of putting yeah, it. Yeah, it's that Christmas. Yeah. It's like very much like yeah. that. Yeah. Christmas time. Okay, so we've got um, Trevor, mm-hmm. Martin, Rob, Rob, and Alan. Yes. Um, and um, how would you describe it? We've just heard your music, but um, if somebody has just tuned in this minute, what would you go for in your live gigs? Well, it's, it's a mixture of uh, Irish uh, rock and roll, R&B... Country. country rock that's what it's a bit really. of an eclectic mix really yeah. isn't it yeah. it's a bit of this and a bit of that and and i think the best the good thing is we can play to any audience because it's not particularly one genre of music as well yeah it, it's it, it's upbeat uh yeah. feel good music yeah feel good music yeah very much and, and yeah. i mean are, are you officially the only quote-unquote irish band in gibraltar not really. Not there's really, there's yeah. boys from boys on the black stuff. stuff. You know, Adrian Pissarello oh, was course, uh, yeah, one, yeah. Pro, one yeah. of his projects. Said they're yeah. a very good band. Good band. Um, I That's don't close. know um, of any other Irish bands as such, other than those. I could be wrong. Okay, so uh, you you guys, uh, in true sort of Irish band spirit, are going to do a little bit of a cappella singing, aren't you? We yeah, are. I'm going to try. Yeah. Try, yeah. What, what, what have you got in mind and? Um, we're gonna we're gonna sing a 16th century folk song that's been kind of made famous more recently by bands like the Dubliners. It's called Molly Malone. Beautiful Most people will have heard of it. Molly Malone has a statue in Dublin. Yeah, yeah. Take it away. Alive, alive, oh, alive, alive, oh, crying cockles and mussels. Alive, alive, oh, alive, alive, oh, alive, alive, oh. Crying cockles and mussels, alive, alive, oh. Beautiful. You're playing, you're going to feature in 
Times Square, New York as well, very quickly. What's yeah, we've got a huge 50-second advert going out at 4 o'clock New York time, straight after the St. Patrick's Day parade, just a picture of us saying, Happy St. Patrick's Day, New York, just a bit of publicity for us. Thanks for listening to those highlights from Gibraltar today. I'm Kelly M. Borge, the show's producer. We're live on Radio Gibraltar, Monday to Friday from 1 to 2, getting behind the headlines. And you can catch up here whenever you like. Until next time, have a good one. GBC Podcasts. Local voices on demand.